Listener and viewer discretion is advised. The views, opinions, and ham fetishes expressed on The Geek Show are those of the panelists only. They absolutely do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, or management of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. Now we know. And no one is half the battle. Oh, Shans. Oh, now it's recording. Now it's excellent. Excellent. God, I wish Zach was here. <laughs> I wish Zach could come here. Zach wishes he were here. Yes. Uh, welcome to uh, Geek Show Podcast. This is a new episode. It's called Whiskey Dick. Uh, we're recording this uh, late breaking news from the Wild Card Lounge. We're just uh, we're just here to observe uh, some of the late breaking news and, and all of the death that surrounds us. And of course, I'm talking about the Transformers 2: The Search for Curly's Doll. Wow, which uh, <laughs> just went nuts at the box office this weekend, breaking all sorts of records, including I, I think the, the I think the Wednesday opening was was a was a record Wednesday opening. And, and it's already hit 200 million. Just huge right. across the world. I attribute that to Jeff's really, really positive review. I, yes. uh, I attribute it to slow motion titties. <laughs> is, what I'm gonna, is that what we get? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I, apparently there's slow motion titties. In it. That's right. And if, if there's anything that the audiences love, it's robotic ball sack. And robotic ball sack. Yeah. I, uh, that happens out in West Valley an awful lot. Anyway. So, uh, death all around us. We had Dead McMahon. Dead McMahon. Farrah Fawcett. Right. Who died of ass cancer. The, the worst cancer. The worst kind of cancer. It's humiliating and painful. Yes. Right. Then, Michael Jackson. Right. And then the saddest, the, the, the greatest cut of all. Right. Billy Mays. Billy Mays here. Wait, no, I'm not. Billy I'm Mays dead. No who is, who is no going to sell us crap we don't want? I don't know, Arthur Lesko. And that Aussie guy. Who's, uh, who's, no, he didn't invent it. No, he just sells He just sold he just it. Sells it. Oh, okay, so he's not like Ron Popeil. I at least yeah. give Ron Popeil some credit because he invented the pocket fisherman. Right. Does anyone? No one. All right. Yes, I, I have a pocket fisherman. Oh, by the way. Yes. I'm fishing in my pocket right now. I have now, one sir. at home. It's waiting for a white elephant day. <laughs> yes, the, the autopsy is waiting on Billy Mays, but I suspect they will find... That it was hair dye overdose. Whoa, bud, come on, he just died today. Whoa, shit. Too, 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 too soon. Billy Mays was a friend of mine. All right, yeah. anyway, uh, let's see. Here's some late breaking stuff that I got. Uh, apparently, nobody watched Virtuality. Oh, was that on? It was on Friday I watched night. it. I sort of had to. And? and the most interesting part, I did an interview beforehand, and, uh, and uh, we talked a little bit about the Battlestar Galactica preview. That was the best part of the interview. Well, the, so. best, uh, the best part of that uh, show is that somebody from Battlestar Galactica created it. Yeah, you know, I, I could kind of see where they were going, but oh, oh, oh. It, 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 holodeck the series? Holodeck. Well, it wasn't actually too, it was more like a, vid, it was less like a holodeck and more like a video game. But it, I could, I'm gonna, um, he's too tactful. Uh, Scott Pierce declares that crap. Okay, here's Moving the, on. Here's what I've, here, but here's what I've got about it. It was... Uh, Hopefully it was going to be picked up as a series if enough people watched they, it. Ron said he was still hoping. I think 11 people watched it. We're not, I've got the numbers here, actually. And the they needed 12? And this, it's not going to be a series. The uh, the two-hour movie flopped in the ratings, drawing a minuscule 1.80 million Holy viewers <laughs> with a 0.52 rating share among adults 1849. 
according to preliminary fast affiliate ratings. In fact, those numbers may be the lowest ever for a Fox program. Oh. Can I put this into layman's term? Uh, the, 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 the country and the world stood up together, grabbed hands, and said, F that show. Yes. And, and Joss Whedon and Eliza Dushku went, ha, 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 told you so. This is to give you an idea of how bad it is, Mr. Pearson. Oh, man. Uh, NBC's <laughs> premiere of the UK import Merlin garnered more than 5 million viewers on a Saturday, even though it was A, British, and B, really, really bad. Yeah. So, I, I yeah. mean, I can't say I'm surprised, and... and as much as I thought, as much as I thought the concept might have been a little bit intriguing, when I wrote about it, it's like I can't really advise you to watch this because at the end of it, you know some questions, but you don't have a clue what's going on, and it's never going to be resolved. So, so uh, basically, what you're saying is, f that show. F that show. You can watch, well, it, you can watch it on Fox.com if you absolutely have to. But there's way worse things on Fox. Well, there for are. sure, for sure. Now, uh, here's the the latest as far as uh, Sci-Fi changing its name to Sci-Fi. Ooh. This really is is so bad. Okay, it's going to start on the seventh. Is when they're going to be the seventh of July, sir. Yes, sci-fi with a Y, right? Right. So they're promoting the hell out of it in New York City. Why? They're giving free Wi-Fi from Sci-Fi in Union. Uh, let's see, in uh, Manhattan, in Times Square, and Union Square. Uh, excuse me. Uh, can I interrupt you for a second, yes. Harry? <laughs> exactly. Are you sure that are you sure they're not giving free Wi-Fi from Sifi? Wi-Fi from Sifi. We don't know. Now uh, here's 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 what's happening. The, the sci-fi executives are so concerned that geeks are just going to hate it so much. Yes. They've already took the preemptive measure of buying websites what? like Sci-Fi Sucks. <laughs> you mean Sifi? Sucks. I hate Sifi. They, they bought apparently like fifty different versions of. Anything with sci-fi, well, but it's one, because it's developmentally challenged. But one right? got ahead of them. There is a website right now called No Sci-Fi S Y F Y that is just ramming them because they're going to start running wrestling and, and all the ghost hunting. They're already uh, running, they're running wrestling. wrestling. They're already right. I mean, so you and I could do a ghost hunting show because all you have to do is kind of <laughs> sit there and go. What was that? Yeah. Oh. And and then ah. oh. was there a ghost in there? Ah, yeah. uh, Carrie and I did do an episode of Ghost Hunters in the toy room. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, my favorite part was Shannon going, "It's very cold." Right? It's very cold. <laughs> There's a cold spot. <laughs> so the uh, sci-fi rebrand will begin with Warehouse 13. Uh, have you seen this? I have. They. Seen I, w- I will admit it's it's sitting in my house. I have not yet watched it. Because they say that this is exactly what they're going to be doing. This is the kind of thing because it's a dramedy. Dramedy, a Broadfield, mainstream entertainment genre. Uh, so, so the question I have is, does that mean sci-fi is going to stop doing their original movies? Oh God, let's hope not. Let's hope not, because we need more man squad. Bringing this in from the Netflix. Come on, come on in, Melanie George Cade. We're recording late breaking news. Late breaking news. Lee George Cade has arrived. So this is all part of their rebrand, and that starts on the seventh. I've got a little something from Comic-Con and stupid. The Middleman, because I know you guys like that show. Comic-Con's stupid. Comic-Con, <laughs> Comic-Con panel for the ABC. Uh, oh, my God, I read this. <laughs> yeah. They're going, to, they're going to take the last episode that they were going to do, take the scripts, they're going to have the cast there, and they're going to read it live for you. 
I'm going to go see that. I'm going to go see that. Because I'll be there at Comic-Con. Comment from Lee George K. Comic-Con sucks. Whatever. It's going to be awesome. What else? It's going to be missing two key ingredients. Shannon sucks. Lee George Cade and Scott Pierce. And Scott Pierce. Oh, well. You guys got to be here to host movie night. Oh, that's right. Next week, next next month's movie night, we're going to announce it right here now. It's going to be Overboard and Captain Je- or Captain Ron. Awesome. <laughs> I thought we would show up for that. It's going to be an evening with Kurt. But we're going to do it in our home movies. You two shouldn't take the movie so, since we're out of time. All right? You talk to Jeff and get that taken care of. I think we'll get the bear. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, super fan news for Shannon. General Zod is being played by a douche. A British actor, Column who cares? Move on. I really like his work in the pillow boy. I would like you and McGregor's penis. I would just like to, from this uh, point forward, say Smallville has dick all to do with Superman. Thank you. And yet they're talking about a movie. Right, a Metropolis movie. I want to see that doucher in a Superman outfit. Oh, yeah, you want late breaking news from the game? World? Sure, sure. Uh, D&D Fourth Edition rocks the hizzy. Oh, official and report. And just for fun, if you want to piss off teenage girls, I've seen the pilot of The Vampire Diaries, and it's better than Twilight. Oh, oh no, you no, didn't. No, oh. no, you didn't. You have to get your you know, head caved in. I was at the costume shop the other day, and there was glitter all over the floor. I think someone actually killed a Twilight <laughs> vampire. <laughs> all right. And, uh, oh, as far as games go, did you see the latest It's I, that looks as just far like as games go, I am marrying my Ghostbusters game. By Excellent. Really? I, uh, I, I would like to give you away at this ceremony. I hear your Ghostbusters game's been seeing other people. Can we have a plural marriage? Can I also marry your Ghostbusters game? Can we have a bachelor party? Yes. Oh, yes, ex- for sure. As long as there's a mechanical bull involved. I, I know. <laughs> I know you love your Ghostbusters game, but if I get anywhere near it, I'm going to bang the hell out of it. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so then there's this. Okay, this we should have Swank over here for this. Uh, the Force.net has found that uh, the IMDb listing for John Williams, the you know, conductor, composer, right. um, British doucher, includes, American. Working, includes oh, working on Untitled Star Wars TV Series 2009. Oh, good. I bet that'll be good. So that means, because uh, we were always told it was just coming down the road, down the road, down the road, but it's 2009. I wouldn't, still um, wouldn't hold my it's breath. The, uh, it's the Jar Jar Binks variety hour. <laughs> I still wouldn't hold my breath on seeing it 2009. We'll see. It's the, the and young Jar Jar Chronicles. <laughs> yes, and by the way, in movie news, George Lucas saw Transformers 2 and said, thank you, the prequels weren't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> They heard we weren't going. Um, I've actually secured they're going to be filming some shots with Scott and I at the bowling alley. There you go. At Nickelcade. What what Simon Pegg said was is that uh, we're going to recreate it in some place in New Mexico. I wanted to shoot at a real comic convention, but it's a minefield. You can't have a room of 10,000 geeks and not have at least one of them look into the camera and go, oh! So he's absolutely right about that. I would have tried to bone him. Yes, and that geek would have been me. So uh, is that our news? That's our late-breaking 11-minute and 21-second news. What's this new piece of technology? This is uh, it's not that new. I just I've had it for a while. That's beautiful. 
I love it. It looks like a cross between an electric razor and a Star Trek communicator. Anyway, uh, you jerks, uh, it's movie night. Uh, let's go drink some more. And, uh, well, we got to go introduce some movies. We'll announce right. uh, next month's movie night uh, coming soon on the website. Overboard and Captain Ron. Right, whatever. And uh, anyway, here's the episode. Uh, thank you for putting this together. Is it Whiskey Dick? By the way, I think this is the Whiskey Dick episode. Excellent. So, uh, enjoy. And welcome to the dreaded third show. Ring-a-ding-ding. Uh, brought to you by Nero, the official drink. Of the dreaded third show. <laughs> I which do not. Pleased to enjoy. Which is, it shouldn't work. It's wrong on so many levels. The 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 new drink of the show, the Nero, Jameson's whiskey and uh, black citrus fresca, black cherry. Black cherry fresca. Fr- I bet it's fresca. delicious. I just you, been would mixing. You like a sip? Well, sure. I just been uh, mixing my Jameson's Irish whiskey, the best damn whiskey with- on the planet. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, with oxygen. <laughs> You've been watching Oprah's TV channel and drinking James. Isn't, isn't that just damn good? That is pretty damn good. Yeah. It's surprising. It shouldn't work. It's refreshing Ew, and cooties. inebriating. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> just I find it inebriating. Looks like it my made, life. It made Grimace Make, happy. <laughs> makes me Grimace. <laughs> it's, it's refresh-briating. Uh, of course, if we're going to name all of our all of our uh, future combinations off of what glass they were first served in, we're kind of we're limited. Well, we limited. The Grimace is pretty I can't wait for the Uhura. The Grimace. Uhura and Spock are on their way. And uh, let's see. Anyway, welcome to the basement, geekshowpodcast.com. It's the Yay. third show. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I love the third show. You do? Uh, I want to make one is, uh, with the third It's show. just because when you hear it, you don't remember any of it ever happening. Well, this one, this one is debuting right after the 4th of July. So uh, I'm, I know we all had an excellent 4th of July, I right? was I was in Oregon on the 4th of July trying to put my ring gutters back up. Aren't you still in Oregon? No, I'm driving back. Oh, okay. Right as we speak. Right now. I uh, celebrated my love of America by chastising a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, you, what, are, <laughs> you are a good American. What particular uh, kind of foreigner? I know that's uh, the... Uh, I don't that know. band from the 80s. Oh, the 80s. That's it. Well, yeah. actually, I just walked around the park. Anybody... Uh, Darker than khaki. <laughs> I just kind of told him off. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, That's Sue. Funny. That's funny. And then he kicked a Native American. Well, she was born overseas. She was born overseas oh. in that in the Korea, but the good Korea, not the bad Korea. I I, I think they both have their merits. East. The bad Korea has their yeah. merits. What? What? That, that leader is adorable. Oh, that crazy old woman. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I understand that crazy old woman has one of the most extensive vintage. Film collections on the planet. That's what though. I heard. Yeah. So I, if if we take that guy out, then maybe we could divvy up his RKO collection. I liked her better when she was uh, Doctor Ruth Westheimer. <laughs> I liked her. I liked her better in Poltergeist when she told Carol Ann to <laughs> go and, into the line. And who thought that she would go on to be a dictator? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Remember when she designed the costumes for The Incredibles? Yes. Remember yeah, when she uh, saved Mel Gibson in the year? By of the way, can I say like, yes? One of my favorite words in the world is dictator. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head Delicious. Dictator. Oh my. A baked right. dictator. Uh, thank you, Comcast, for allowing this on your. Uh, <laughs> yeah, allowing some your of this. Some We're not quite sure how much of this. Comcast Channel 1, Utah on Demand. Thank you very much. And uh, text the word geek to 79640, and Zach Shutt will uh, let you know what's up. I'll text you. And uh, believe it or not, this uh, show is sponsored, sponsored. Uh, <laughs> wow. by, by a great and powerful man who is not a dictator, but a benevolent leader. True. Uh, PC laptop. Stan the laptop man uh, brings you, helps to bring you this show. And uh, he, Thanks, Dan. he gave me the niceness. He gave me the shiny here. 
Thank you, Dan. PCLaptops.com is the website to go to, and you can find locations and take it from. I think everyone on the panel has had an experience with Dan. Yeah, we uh, we love him dearly. And if my desktop doesn't uh, straighten up, I'm going to have another experience with Dan. So. Yeah, you're going to have to go see him. Yes. I don't know what you're doing. That it's, toy porn that you're looking at. It's you know they said there might be a Miss Lion figure and. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. Which brings right. me to Pet I Avengers. Would love, I, and that was a good shut up. Not like the last show, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, our official enabler for low these many years, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Get yourself a hold at Dr. Volt's uh-huh. Comic Connection, and you will get a 10% discount. And you'll also put Pet Avengers in your hold. Yes. <laughs> because Miss Lion's in it. That, yeah. And Miss Lion, Lion's a boy. You are serious. I know, right? It, it's so funny. Have you not read that? No. Pet Avengers oh. is hysterical. Dude, it is hysterical. Uh, Red, it, Red it, Wing is such a dick. Okay, so that's the Falcon's Falcon. Yeah, right? yes. and then there's Frog Thor. Frog Thor. Because oh, there's, this, there's a frog. frog. Yeah, there was a, there was a frog who found a splinter of Thor's hammer and <laughs> got his powers. And then there's oh Loki. Do you remember from the storyline when Thor turned into a frog? I remember seeing pictures of it. But I didn't realize that it actually yeah. was yeah. serious. Okay, yeah. and then you've got Lockheed, Kitty Pride's dragon. Okay, yeah, who's very sad because Kitty Pride's dead. She got launched into space. That's Speed, right. Speedball's cat. Uh, Speedball's cat, who has magical powers. And what's All it? Right. Uh, Furball. Yeah. yeah, and of course that cat hates Miss Lion, who's been slumming with him because he wants to chase him. Now, Miss Lion is a boy. Is the fancy Aunt May's dog from the cartoon? From the from Spider Man and his Amazing Friends. From when Iceman and Firestar, right. uh-huh. and, and of course, and of course, Lockjaw from the Inhumans is the leader of the Pet Avengers, and he's trying to find the pieces of the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, <laughs> they're looking for the Infinity Gauntlet, they're, <laughs> okay. and they're finding it. And the best part is, it's funny. And and seriously, all right, Miss Lion. Issues. At one point, Miss Lion is actually like, "Yeah, I'm Miss Lion. I'm a boy." <laughs> and she goes. Well, big deal. Our guest here just, I'm sorry, our guest here just looks a little <laughs> stunned we, and surprised. absorbing it. We fixed your microphone so you don't actually have, <laughs> have to know to how to work it now. Okay, <laughs> thank you. You can, you can sit I where you were it up before. Again. You can just I know. always got you in the habit. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Right. And, 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 and by the way, me. if you go into Dr. Volts this week, you'll probably be able to get that Captain America number 600 reprint. Which <laughs> reprint, yeah. Which, which you'll need to bring you back down after the Pet Avengers. <laughs> uh, Pet Avengers. It's so awesome. It's uh, really good, Carrie. Anyway, oh, right. Dr. Bolts, I'll, I'll call Dave and get uh, the I, back issues. Uh, I chuckled and once even chortled. I'm sure it's not sold out. Did you guffaw? So, <laughs> I, I think it is. 2043 East, 3300 South. Uh, th- Dave, if you're listening to this, and I've forgotten, put it, put it in the hold. And thanks to CardboardPeople.com for... Uh, putting my head on Captain Kirk's body and standing oh, me got, standing me next to Uhura. You got the Galactica posters? These yes, are excellent. I want these. Also, beautiful. cardboard people put these on foam core for me. Uh, my friend Wes made me a T-shirt of that one. Right yeah, there. these these are really cool. These are uh, uh, propaganda, political propaganda posters uh, for mm. Battlestar Galactica. Which Keep politics so out of our entertainment? Well, oh. actually, no. That brings us to our first. No, subject. no, no. I'm uh, against it. Se- I'm, for- I'm completely against the politization I'm, of mass culture. I'm for against it. Let me uh, let me read you this uh, that I found on the web. Uh, author Ben Bova has been writing a regular column for uh, his newspaper in Naples, Florida. It's a local paper. And uh, it says here, uh, his rants are always entertaining. In his latest outing, he explains, wrap your head around this. Shut up and sing. How reading science fiction could have avoided the Cold War. Mm-hmm. What's this now? Heavy. Bova tells how he got uh, out of jury duty once by telling the prosecutor and defense attorney that he wrote science fiction for a living. They couldn't get rid of him fast enough. Now, let me just add to that, because I was called for jury duty, and I wanted to be on this one. Yeah, you say radio, and you're gone, though. And they were okay with that. (laughs) They were okay with that. Here's where they kicked me out. 
What magazines do you subscribe to? Toy Fair. What is Toy Fair? It's about action figures and stuff. Uh, <laughs> the Star Trek fan magazine. Uh, the Star Wars fan magazine. Your Honor, I would like to uh, make sure that this person Motion for not- cause. Motion really? for Why? cause. It was a retarded? It was a drug trial. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it either. It was a guy who was uh, selling I, I, pot. But when, anyway. When I was in radio, I got called for jury duty three times. And the second they asked me what I did for a living, they let me go. They, they, you heard, they heard radio and you're, yeah, you're yeah, out. Yeah, out. Bye. I always so, tell them I can smell guilty people. And they just let me leave. So you could be I like said, I can spot them a mile away. How about like Liz this Lemon, one. who went dressed as Princess Leia? This and one smells dirty. Exactly. Uh, so the uh, he says how he got out of jury duty because he wrote science fiction for a living, uh, and then he insists. Here we go. If our political leaders had been reading science fiction, we might have been spared the Cold War, the energy crisis. The failures of public education and many of the other problems that now seem uh, intractable because we were not prepared to deal with them when they arose. We could be living in a world that is powered by solar and nuclear energy, drawing our raw materials from the moon and asteroids, moving much of our industrial base into orbit, and allowing our home world to become a clean, green residential area. But very few of us read sci-fi to learn how to look to the future and see the possibilities of tomorrow, both the good and the bad. Certainly our political leaders are constantly surprised by each new crisis. They don't look into the future any farther than the next election day. Discuss. I, I would agree because our, <laughs> would our, last, Actually. our last leader couldn't even read. <laughs> I think some have read Fahrenheit 451. Well, you look at you look at uh, you look at some of the things that <coughs> growing up reading comic books, we we were kind of shocked by. I mean, if you grew up reading X Men, which was a parable for racism, and now is actually a uh, a, a parable for um, homosexuality. Homosexuality. Uh, you you grow up reading these comics and you're like, well, you know, they're accepting this, they're accepting this, and they're accepting this, and you actually have no tolerance in in your mind for racism when you grow up with that. You read Stranger in a Strange Land and you learn a whole bunch of stuff in the 60s that that came out of that. And what what does modern America get from it? We get the waterbed. They didn't take anything else from it. (laughs) Yeah, that was it, right. That was was the great thing, that one of the great mind-bending books of the 1960s brought us was The Waterbed, when there's much bigger things at play in that in that book, you know. Well, well, and how many inventions did Jules Verne predict? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. In, in his books. I mean, it was submarines, right? Yes. Or, or did it's, the Book of Mormon predict that? And he, even, even, Star, <laughs> even Star Trek brought us the cell phone, I mean, among yeah. other things. And well, we, no, I seriously like. I don't think he's too far off, to be well, honest. Well, I, I mean, I don't know how much like of it is movie. realistic, but it would be nice if if people had read it and paid attention. But it goes back to our Jay Leno thing from, from a couple shows back. Okay, I'm waiting for this. Whoa. People people want the easily digestible. They The True. sci-fi, okay. they don't want to think about it. Oh, I thought you meant he was a giant-headed alien. No, it's 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 the it's the if you have to think about it and you have to process it, then it's too much work. So they're just going to oh, go with I the see. flow. That's why Jay Leno is more popular, right? Than because you don't have to think about Leno's monologue. You just chuckle along with the poopy joke, and then you move on <laughs> with, the, with the sci with the sci-fi stuff with the big big topics that come along with that. You don't want to think about the parable. You just want to be entertained. Uh, that's why your Stargate tends to have some popularity with the nothing. Where, whereas, set. whereas you know. As much as we love Galactica, um, all of us but one person on the end, mm-hmm. um, 
Huh? Oh, he'll like it just you fine. Could, you, couldn't, you couldn't be doing something else and watch the show. No. You know, you couldn't be making dinner and watching Battlestar Galactica. Exactly. It is not that my name it. is Earl of Science Yeah, it's not, my king of, it's not the King of Queens. You, you know? had to pay attention my name is Earl. Well, yeah, the, the, so you'd know when he was in a coma and when he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he could start watching and again. That's, and that's yeah. a show that I actually had some amusement from, but it, I, I, I have to give Mr. Bravo a big hand on that. That's, that's, it's absolutely true. Uh, it's it, it's and the uh, the guy who writes this article for io9 says uh, to my mind it should be required reading science fiction so if you sure. were to uh, and and i totally agree with this i think that if uh, if more geeks uh, looked to pub- well the problem is is that the guys in public office let's be real whether you call it uh, capitalism or communism are all the same power elite right. they're all the rich families in that particular village or city or state or country uh, and they're not usually well, geeks. You guys, can I just tell you honestly? Hmm. Because we went to science fiction for escape from our miserable lives. The bigger problem with it all, and we can't say everybody's stupid, no. right, or whatever. Okay. No. The bigger problem is, is that in – oh, my gosh. Here I go. Do liberal, it. Getting all liberal so, arts Your college, college education's coming well, in now. That's good. Because there's not been a focus in American education on critical thinking. Yes. No. Okay. Um <sighs> We're t- the, uh, Aaron, I don't know if you know that Shannon is a, a children's educator. He's, uh, almost. He's a grade school teacher. He will be. Yeah. Um, Please My parents are both teachers, too, so I have a lot of respect for you. So. Yeah. Um, the way education's been going in the, over the last probably 20, 30 years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you're not getting a well-rounded education. You're no. getting taught... To take tests, the, the SAT, the you're, ACT. You're, you're being groomed for drone and work. Now, and now, yes. and it's gotten gotten even worse with uh, No Child Left Behind. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because as someone who, in the next year, hopefully, if no one ever Googles me <laughs> and he finds this podcast, future, right? future employer, they will. what uh, is this? Uh, hmm. What what it says here that, drinking. It uh, says here said, that you would make love with Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatevs. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but the thing is, is especially right now, it's so it's so bad. All kids are learning. Is math and reading, and not that math and reading are oh, no, like you, terribly, terribly important. You need, you need the math. I didn't get enough math. Was my okay. problem. But you know what? They're not getting any more. They're not getting science. They're not getting exactly history. They're not getting what? art. What? Well, they're, they're also not, not getting. They're not. I think you're right. They're not being encouraged to and, think because my, you know, my kids are smarter than most. Don't tell them I said that. <laughs> well, but, they, dude, I dealt. I, I saw I their their test scores, but, stuff, so they are really smart. They. In school, they had a few teachers who actually encouraged dissent and so on and right. so forth. Oh, but good. they also and had an administration that tried to stamp some of that and out. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. It, the other thing that might be dif- uh, make it difficult for me to find a job is I am going to be... The proactive... Well, I'm going to say I really want to concentrate on <coughs> critical thinking. because, I, Especially now, because I think it's more important than ever. Um, because we're all... And spe- you know... So bombarded with advertising mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. just input, we get just input, 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 and you need to be able to evaluate it, you know, in in, and, in and an intelligent way to well, be able to reason s- it through. You you've know. got to be able to sniff out bullshit. Yeah. And it would be nice to be able exactly. to sit there and go. That's the best way to put it, I think, right there. Sniff out bullshit. Even or, even if, just to the level of sitting there and watching a movie or TV show and going product placement. 
Right. And you've got to be able to think for yourself. And, you know, even – and I'm not saying that everybody should think the same or think like I do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you've got to be able to – reach your own reasoned decision and that is not something that's taught anymore no. exactly exactly until you get to college and then it's too late well uh, and and you mentioned no child no child left behind and i i talked to you and i know other school teachers and they say that we have to train to the test you have to right. learn yep. what's on the test and take the test that's what you did you learned how to take a test and i went through a similar thing with a, a thing called an iowa test when i was yep. in grade school the iowa well, you remember the iowa yep. test and uh, the, the teachers were just so excited about this that they f- completely forgot what they were doing and they were teaching us to do the iowa tests right. well i'll tell and you it, it can would, i give you an you example know, that i just went through uh, sure well by the time this comes out it will be what Three a month ago um, and uh, i would have just gotten my score uh, i took something called the praxis uh, praxis exam that that's moon a, that blew up over the thing on right. homeworld yeah um, Praxis that is a part of No Child Left Behind. Yes, which basically I I'm going to a pretty prestigious college. Yes, okay, here in Salt Lake, and I think I've gotten a great education. I still have to go and take this test that proves I'm smart enough to teach fifth graders. Fifth graders, um, and I started doing the practice test. You don't know what's going to be on it. It's just random. It's uh, it's like taking the ACT again. There's some okay. science. Social studies, math, and English on it. Okay, and I started studying for it, and I you, you can get retired tests, and I'm like, these are all trick questions. It's like it doesn't matter what I know. This is a test to see how well I can take a test, and that's what kids are being forced to do right now. They're not uh, thought to uh, to uh, do to a, actually know things. Right. Weigh each side, and and but here's the thing: and they're multiple choice. Great, uh, it's a multiple choice test. Right, and that's what the, the like all the tests that they have to take for No Child Left Behind are too. Mm-hmm. How does that demonstrate what you know? And it demonstrates you how guess, well you guess correctly. Well, mm-hmm. You are good at taking a test. You know, there's much better ways to demonstrate learning. I'm sorry. Oh, it's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm going off a little. Well, that was here, that was the topic. Is why why is it that uh, uh, the people in charge, if they'd read more sci-fi, we would not be in the situation that we're in? But that may get to something we've talked about quite a few times on the forums, and there's a few people that disagree with us on that. But the people who tend to go into politics are the people who tended to be relatively popular. In exactly, mm-hmm. that, and that's and what I was saying. The power elite. Th- th- those of us sitting here at this table, we weren't necessarily that that group of people that was uh, running around on the football team. We weren't going to all the dances. Exactly. We weren't in student politics necessarily uh i wouldn't say extrovert was necessarily a label that was applied to most of us mm-hmm. and, except uh, for me but you were you were even, I, mean, I knew you in high school you were you were big in the drama cro- uh, in the drama crowd and that was where but you no, i had friends on the football team oh too. yeah you did and i had a yeah, few so, yeah. i had a few yeah. because i knew a couple of the tongan guys that i like to hang out with that were really awesome to hang with but your average your average geek that's into the comic books and the sci-fi and all that other stuff, they're not necessarily the ones that are going into politics. Well, that's what I was saying is that, you know, where, where I grew up, uh, the mayor's son didn't need to escape his crappy life. Right. He was he was good looking. He was popular. His right. dad had dough. And uh, he and, he went on to 
be the sheriff of the town. Then he went on to be in the city council, and the, and and he's in the legislature now. Yeah, and how and, many geeks have the money to go into politics? And too? exactly, I mean, I grew up on a farm. I was trying to escape my crappy life, you know, using Luke Skywalker as a, a way to get out of it and relating to him because he was a farm boy and he was able to make it. Did you complain about having to service the evaporators? Yes, and all I that did. Kind? Damn it! I I would have gone into politics, but I was yeah. busy. I was at a private school for gifted youngsters in Westchester. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, and now your kids are homeschooled. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we teach them history. And you teach them things like history yeah. and, and reason. Well, and I'm not reason saying they don't, the big thing they don't that, get it at all, but it's no. it gets it's always the thing that gets it. But uh, that's the reason like, why that's not, the reason why we had them at home. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to do it a different way. You can teach math and English at the same time as you're teaching history. Reason is the thing that I got from comic books and, and from Star Trek. That I didn't get in school. I didn't get reason. I didn't, I, they didn't teach me reason. I just remember my history teacher talking about how by the time I was 18, I'd have an M16 strapped to my back. I remember him saying that. Yeah. I don't know why, but he did. <laughs> it's, it's going to school in the Cold War it was an interesting he was, he was He was just convinced that uh, the, 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 the nation was going to be at war and, and, and all of these ideas I had about uh, being on the radio and, Those aren't and, matter and entertainment. For crap. It's not going to matter because by the time you're 18 or 19, you're going to have an M16 strapped to your back. When, when I was 17, I had a creative writing teacher who uh, I was trying to explain how I wanted to draw comic books. Exactly. And he said, there are 11 thermonuclear intercontinental ballistic missiles for every man, woman, and child in this in this country. Why would you even bother? <laughs> and then I dropped, out of co- I dropped out of high school after that. Yeah. And they said, well, why would you do that? I was like, well, what? <laughs> why would point? I bother? You know, why bother? So uh, go work at Sizzler. And, and I think this guy, Ben Boba, makes a point is that if, if there were more geeks in charge... We might not have the power think, situation. I've actually read have. some I, of that guy's books. Ben Bo- can you can you imagine think, the filibuster in Congress though? If it was all geeks, it'd be like, no. Unfortunately, um, the prequels. Uh, <laughs> not that great. As I'm we just, all saw, you stand here and as talk the, about Star Trek dynamics, the rise of the empire. Our, just, uh, our guest uh, well, Aaron wanted to well, jump in. I think I think the imagination is kind of the key here. I mean, yes. what, what you're talking about is that the system now does not teach and reward imagination. It does not at. All. And so the it whole point is that it punishes it. Yeah, it science, science fiction was based on imagination. You go back to Jules Verne, it was all about it wasn't trying to accurately predict the future. It was about what do I think could happen? Right, letting you your know? mind run wild. Yeah, yeah let, I, don't, I don't think Jules Verne knew uh, about building rockets. No. Right. I think he just in his head went, here's how you do it. It would be a car. It would fly. It would go through space. Yeah. You the, know, the best problem has, is that you can't quantify imagination. Yeah, like exactly. The, and, and that, that's... Sorry. Kind of my whole point with, with uh, what, what I do for a living, which is to be creative and put it out there for people to critique, is that people will go, that's, <laughs> that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, you know what? It's my idea. It's my idea, and exactly. I have this great fear that we're going to have – Drones. Okay, so we have almost a decade of, of kids that um, have been learning this way. Yeah. Oh, okay? yeah. Science has been devalued. Well, uh, and – but and like I said, no art, and no art, no music, no music. We're looking at no, my, my kids have just been accepted to a charter school on the avenues right. in, here in Salt well, Lake good City. Good for them, dude. And but I'm talking, I'm oh, talking I know, hundreds what of was, millions what was of kids. I know what was interesting is is that when we went through the whole thing because we got to a point where they're smarter than we are now. We can't teach them anymore. So what do you do? They were five. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. And and they're very very smart five year olds. But it got to the point where the school we ended up putting them into, the reason why they're going to that school is because they still teach history. They still teach art. Right. They still teach those fundamentals that, mm-hmm. that you're not seeing in the regular well, school. Well, and these are things that science fiction 
all taught me. I learned more about history reading in uh, stuff that happened in the future. But what I was going to say, are we going to have a decade of drought? Of, of, dumb? of creativity. The I drought mean, of dumb? I'm, I'm going to say yeah, not, what I'm, I'm saying. Say is, not, are we going to have like it, a decade where... Is it idiocracy? Is that what you're saying? I think we're in it right now because you look at video games and TV, the special effects are so good that you can't really differentiate between reality yeah. and what's yeah. fake. Well, true. It's you, doing the imagining and, for the audience. How many times have you been in a store where you've almost been plowed over by somebody who was so busy uh, being a idiot with their texting? They right. didn't even know where they were going, you know? And, and, you know, again, I'm going to sound like the old guy here. Uh, everyone has a cell phone, and I see everyone talking while they're driving. I don't know if we're having any better quality conversations, really, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, by the way, you're almost running me over in my goddamn scooter. Knock it <laughs> off. I'm a big, giant man. On a tiny scooter. On a, on a red scooter with $1,000 of chrome on it. <laughs> you cannot see me. The, the best teacher I had in, in junior high school was a history teacher who realized that half the students in the class didn't get it. They weren't catching on. Really? So he introduced us to this little thing called Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. Now, this guy ended up getting fired two years later because he was teaching the devil's, the devil's <laughs> games. That's the, uh, the PTA basically forced him out. Yeah. I'm this, guy, right this guy introduced basic D&D to the group, and he said, here's the thing, you guys. Here's these monsters, okay? You hear these monsters called Frost Giants? They had those in Norse mythology. Let's talk about Norse mythology now. All of a sudden, we're hooked. We're eating up history right. with a knife and fork. And, and Shannon's doing, I'm going to tell you, that, uh, he's planning that's what on I'm going to do. This. That's, yeah. I mean, that's how I'm going to be, and uh, I know... I mean, you know Yoda is to well, history as, well, you know... And here's the thing. I'm going to have to be really cool, like my first year. Yeah. Because if I rock the boat... That's true. The old people, the old lady next door... <laughs> You're not going from the book. I, I had a lady uh, when I was... Uh, they don't want us to teach uh, Dick and Jane anymore because they want everybody to have gay parents. What? Yeah, no. Play, no, for real. And I'm and just she's like she's in the system, and she believes that I'm. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm just like, God. oh, what? All right, I want uh, before we take a break, everyone to uh, weigh in on what science fiction taught you the most. Which which geek? You know, I mean, everyone knows my love for Star Trek, but I want to hear what you learned most about. Outside of school, what sci-fi taught you most about out of school? Whether it was Star Wars oh, or, or uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you'd, you'd say Dungeons and Dragons, Cade. Well, well, and uh, for me, for me, it was reading books by people like Larry Niven, yeah. who really concentrated on alien races. <coughs> what I learned, especially coming from mostly white bread Utah County, mm-hmm. is tolerance. Yeah, exactly. That's where Star Trek comes in for me because uh, we had the uh, multicultural uh, yes. federation. Uh, it, it was okay to be different, and as a matter of fact, it's kind of cool that you're different. Uh, yeah. it, it, exactly. We can actually cooperate with yeah. people who look different, yeah. talk different. Je- Jeff and I grew up in a very backwater, D&D very white. D&D sparked a, yeah. Yeah. A, an obsession with anthropology and uh, and other cultures, religions, uh, that that's still with me, that I still mm-hmm. have a passion for. Anybody? Um, well, for me, I'll say two things. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, and the c- fact that you and I never played D&D together is kind of weird? frightening. Yeah. Um, I love D&D for several reasons. One, because you actually have to think when you play that game. Like, yeah, the, like the real tabletop version. It's not too late. You have yeah. to think, right. There's mm-hmm. a lot of thought process. that There's math in it. Yeah. You have to do percentages and yeah. stuff. Um, I also got my first Hummer after a game. But... <laughs> The, uh, he was five. <laughs> we did yeah. play together. Because <laughs> <laughs> when Cade plays, he gets very excited. And then yeah. the, uh, the other thing would be I, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, there, I thought Next there were, Gen, really? Yeah. They really did kind of push it more than, than classic Trek on the diversity thing. Yeah. Uh, because Although know. there was never a more heavy-handed episode than the white side, black side. <laughs> <laughs> 
Classic track, yeah. yes. Because his black was on the wrong side of it. Yeah. Do you remember the one where uh, Swarthy Riker goes down and falls in love with the, 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 the Pat? They're androgynous. androgynous. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the was, the, I laughed my way yeah. through that one. But, I mean, still, that's... You know, <laughs> Do you remember the one where Tasha Yar had to... Fight some other nubile young princess. How many, how many worlds did we go to? You talk about that. I mean, I still remember the first time I read The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, there's a good you one. You know, and I was and it and it was also yeah, there's a happy ending to The Lord of the Rings, but it's also very bittersweet because mm-hmm. they lose a lot along the way. They lose their mm-hmm. fantasy. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but but you know, and 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 I like all kinds of different things. Isaac Asimov, you know, all the oh, foundation yeah. You're stuff. Oh, you're going to learn a lot I from think that. is, although I will say that, and, and, you know, Jeff's life is movies, mine is TV, we got games. I worry a little bit the kids don't read as much because there's they too don't. much access to and other really stuff. Don't. It's true. I, mean, I hope the Kindle changes that. I, I really kind of do. do too. But because, my, I mean, you can never. They've got to make even, reading as much sexy as, again. As much I mean, as I love, you know, the Lord of the Rings movies. It's not like being in this other world well, for however long it takes you head. to yeah. read all the books. Exactly. Zach, Aaron, you guys? Mine was uh, 1984. I read it when oh, I was yeah. about 13. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should read that yeah. book. And it, as, and a, as a matter of fact, I have a 13-year-old at home who's getting going to have that dropped on well, his head. Well, it's soon. funny because my parents never really got us in. Well, they encouraged us to read, but not specific things. I happened to find this book, and I loved the cover of it. It was one of those old pulpy, you know, yeah. 1950 covers. I thought, yeah. cool, 1984. Let's see what that's going to be like, right? So I started reading it, and it was nothing at all like that, right? It isn't right. this Jules Verne thing. It's no. this, you know, very dark kind of apocalyptic, you know. Uh, and it, what it made me realize is that um, I love the uh, – what was the uh, the term they used for it? The Where they, you know, like uh, things that would conflict with each other. Mm-hmm. And that was something I started to see around me. Right, it's like I read it in the book, and then I started realizing, hold on, these people are falsely advertising their products. I'm getting double speak. Yeah, double war, speak. war is yeah. Pe- uh, war is peace, and uh, and peace is war. Yeah, yeah so, and so war. it was the double speak thing, and I started to see it around me, and I was like, holy shit, this is like, yeah, you know, Prophetic. yeah, we're living in this. Oh, I know. Event, so. You know, like let's help Saddam against the Iranians. Exactly. Let's help the yeah. Taliban well, against the Russians. 1984 seriously should be required reading for everybody on this planet, and Animal Farm too. I agree for with sure. you on Animal Farm because uh, we're California is currently going through that right now uh-huh. uh, with the gay marriage thing. Uh, some some pigs are more privileged than others. Uh, right. you've, you've got the grandfathered marriages here, and what does that say to the uh, other guys who want to get married? But how funny uh, is know. it that California is the battleground when the East Coast is just quietly... Okay, let's yeah. do it. What's up with that? We'll see. Anyway, but uh, sorry to get deep on you there, folks. Can, can I just say, this is the most academic. I was going to say, <laughs> the listeners are out there going, God, well, these guys aren't that, as dumb as we thought. That's these guys we, make themselves smart well, this time. <laughs> well, can, yeah, we got the naughty stuff out in the first show. That's can, true. Can we get a government grant or something for this? <laughs> I uh, agree. Couldn't Obama give us but a guys, little uh, love? Guys, I'm going to need you to tell me which uh, episode this is because I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm not. Don't listen. Hey, come well, on. This Come, Mark, come on, principal. Don't listen to the one where I'm talking about wanting to bone Daddy, Betty White. <laughs> listen to this one. It's way better. It's pretty I'm much not, every episode I'm now, not, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not going to mention where I work. I'm just going to say that I work at a call center for a major corporation. And by the way, your accent is right on. Every well, time I call. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a major corporation that I'm going to give some huge props to because they realize that helping an economy by outsourcing overseas isn't really the way to go. Yeah, so yay for it. them. I'll give them props for that. But what I'm noticing is I look around with the other thousand some odd people I work with. Uh, they're, they're not looking for people who have a strong understanding of history. They're looking for people who can push the button. 
Yes. <laughs> that's, you know, and, and until something else can push the button, that's what they want. And exactly. so that seems to be what well, we're being trained for and what and we're training our children to do. is that all, all America produces right now that actually makes any money are creative pursuits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hollywood is, is Hollywood, yeah. video Hollywood. games. Well, and, uh, and credit. Apple. I mean, uh, you know. It's true. <laughs> Anyway. Who would have thought that Hollywood yeah. would be b- bigger than GM? I just wanted to be. <laughs> right? Yeah. When I was a kid, I wanted to be George Jetson. And that, that that's all George Jetson did is he'd go in he and the button. push the button. But yeah. he well, also as, as had the, a as car a, that he could fold up into a suitcase, sir. As a latter-day George Jetson who has a car that can fold into a suitcase. <laughs> hot as shit wife, dude. If, I would, that's right. If you drive it fast enough into the right wall. Joe Jetson. The reason Bring I it. enjoy the Star Trek toys so much is because I always wanted my own starship. Oh, and we know. There's a little chance of my getting an actual one, so I just have them toys. We're going to bury in one. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to be in a sovereign class coffin. I'm going to start working on it now. It's going to be about 18 feet long in fiberglass. <laughs> It'll be about 18 feet long and about 30 feet wide. I want to be in a, wide. Photon, oh, be in a should, photon torpedo. We should float it out onto the Great cool. Salt Lake and light it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Put him Let's in a Starfleet uniform. Let's with make this I don't have a uniform. Well, you, we'll will get you, when, you will when you're dead, buddy. We'll we'll make get you that one, baby. Right. We're going to need you to change will, your living will. We will, we will have, <laughs> yes, we will have a wake, first of all, uh, where you will be there at the wake. On the pool table. On the pool table. Does this mean or as the Beverly Hillbillies call it, the fancy eating If for table. those the of fancy. you out there in, in, uh, in, in podcasting land, yes, I am older than any of them. <laughs> so does, this mean, does this mean we're changing all of our living wills and the last one alive gets all the toys? There you go. It's a taunteen. Oh, it's a taunteen. Well, there you go. The last one with the most toys wins. God. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be uh, back. Uh, it won't get as heavy in the next half hour. Carrie sorry about won. that. I get... am so sorry. Actually, I want to talk about uh, poverty. I want to <laughs> I want to talk about stuff you should not buy. Okay. I'm going to save you some money. I would like up. to talk about how having a black president is bringing the intolerance from the crazies a little bit. And higher. it is. That's uh, okay. Oh, that's, that's another, another show. show. Yeah. After these, these messages, we'll be right back. We're smart. Carrie and Zach here. Hello. Doctor Volt's Comic Connection is the official enabler of the Geek Show podcast and recommended for their lack of attitude. Yeah. I think you know what we mean. Now, they're not, uh, you know, comic book guy dicks in there. They're more than happy to help you. And if you're listening to this podcast anywhere but Salt Lake City, I hope that your local comic book store is as good as ours. Go see Dave. Free hold service for comics and toys. My hold's there. It's been there for years. Zach is going to get a hold there. Because Absolutely. He, he realized that the comic book store next to his house sucks. It sucks. Uh, they also, when you get a hold there, here's the best part. You get discounts. To help you with your budget, uh, they carry statues, gaming supplies, you know, your Yu-Gi-Oh!, your Magic the Gathering, your D&D, even Pokemons. My Pokemons. Can They're I my sh- favorite, Can actually. I show them yeah. to you? <laughs> our selection, our selection, sorry, Dave put some notes together here for me. Their selection has everything from uh, collections of the old stories to new comics, even comics for kids. Uh, the current monthly titles, DC, uh, you know, Marvel, all that good stuff. Buffy, Angel, indie books like Mouse Guard and Coraline. Back issues ranging from the old Silver Age stuff to big event stories of today. They pride themselves on being a full-service comic shop, which means anything you need, Zach, even your Pokemons. <laughs> they will have in stock or they will special order it for you at no additional cost. Open seven days a week, Sunday. That's the way to do it, to accommodate even the strictest schedules, including you church-going folk. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, you remember where they are? Write it down, Zach. Okay. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. 
Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. You know, PC Laptops is the only place you can get a lifetime parts and labor warranty on any new desktop computer. You're probably asking yourself, how come other companies try to sell you a rip-off extended warranty? Or how come other companies don't cover your labor and parts forever? Well, at PC Laptops, we use only the best hand-picked parts and build our computers right here locally, not in some other country like Chumbawamba. We truly believe that American craftsmanship is better than a sweatshop in Chumbawamba. That's why if your hard drive or motherboard blows up on your new PC laptop's desktop 10 years from now, you're covered 100%. Today, our customers demand a computer that will last. So get into any one of our nine stores right now or check us out at PCLaptops.com. Oh, and to make it extra fluffy, we're doing zero down, zero interest for half a year on any new computer. OAC, PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you. Hi, I'm Eric Tomorrow from The Mediocre Show, nestled deep within the sinful bosom of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Before The Geek Show came around, the only way I could get information about Utah was from the show Big Love or the movie Orgasmo. But thanks to the cultural teachings of the Geek Show podcast, now I know everything I need to know about Utah. And that's to stay away. Check out The Mediocre Show to learn what Philadelphia has to offer. MediocreShow.com Excuse me, what movie is this? What movie is this? Have you been living in a cardboard box, lady? No, I'm from Utah. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, hmm? what was that again? Oh, uh... But we didn't work, we didn't work out a bit on this one, so there was nothing. He forgot. I, and I was saying, keep your chocolate out of my peanut butter. I, I, I think exact words were. That's dirty. This this weather is a mofo. Yeah. Uh, all right. Welcome to the uh, second half, and uh, yeah, we got a little deep on you in the first the, half. The dreaded good. second half of the dreaded third show. And yes. I, I blame myself, but it, it was because that was, good, that was some good was shit. Good. Right there. Well, it was because Jeff brought up something that he noticed, and and yeah. this has been the whole thing with Marvel Comics lately. Go ahead. They it, it, have been so political lately. And, and it's not I've just... It. Actually, point that towards the camera. Yeah, yes. It's it's not just the Obama cover yeah. for the, for the Spider-Man. They got national headlines for that. Yeah. this These two panels in this issue of Amazing Spider-Man are getting talked about on message boards around the country. Really? Seriously. Uh, uh, read them to us. Uh, basically, it's uh, Wolverine it, it's and Spider-Man. Spider-Man and Wolverine and... And Wolverine. Wolverine. How like how you say they're, that? They're talking about trying to take down the new big bad in the Marvel Universe, which is Norman Osborn, who yeah. is, who's essentially uh, kind of like a Donald Rumsfeld kind of guy yeah, now. Uh, he yeah, he that, controls that, that, everything. He, he act, well, what I like in uh, Norman Osborn, too, is uh, Homeland Security. Yeah, it's, right. it's, a, it's a, uh, a... America just got... The world just got past this Skrull invasion, and now everybody's really paranoid... And they gave power to this crazy right winger. Who, yeah, who I, is the friggin' Green Norman Goblin? Osborn is the Green Goblin. Yeah, he's a murdering psycho. That's been. You know. But that would and, never and, happen in real life. No, never. No. And since and it's, since he can't get the superheroes to work for him, he's replacing them with versions of his own. And yeah. uh, and to be fair, Swank, yeah, I know, Phantom Menace, and they they kind of covered this right, too. Right, yeah. the, it, it, the Emperor it, and all that. Anyway, uh, but, <laughs> just wanted but, to make him feel good. But, but there's <laughs> these two panels in this particular issue where Wolverine basically says to Spider-Man, "Hell." took eight years to get the last guy out of office, and he didn't have his own suit of armor. And then they terrorist fist bump. They do the terrorist fist bump. Yeah, and I mean, it's clearly a <laughs> reference to the Bush administration. Well, the, the entire plot of, uh, you know, uh, Dark Reign has been the uh, the Bush administration. Well, and actually before that, because Jeff, went, yeah. like, we talked on the phone the other day, and I was like, 
Whoa. Yeah. T- th- You're smart, th- dude. <laughs> well, uh, the well, go back and read like Secret War <laughs> and uh, a Civil War. Civil War was okay. actually it, it, more it, it, exactly of a in, political in which, storyline in which superheroes were asked to surrender their identity and their privacy for the good of national security. For national security. We what know does who this you guys remind are? you of? Right. Yeah. Okay. And what was the next big one? <laughs> it was well, it was Secret Invasion, right? Yes. In, in basically, which <coughs> you sorry. <laughs> basically, the world superheroes used questionable tactics to yeah. deal with a threat that might have been be, might have been able to be dealt with diplomatically, yeah. rather than with mm. force. Mm. And what happened? And uh, bad things happened, bad things and the happened. bad guys wound up in charge as a result. And what? I read and a lot. I read a lot of message boards about how uh, guys don't like this storyline because it's too political. But well, it's been huge for Marvel. Well, and you had that. And yeah, you about it, even that War of Kings that's yeah. going on right now. I, I uh, we've been talking a little bit on the side, and we'll talk about it later. We we do have um, some communication with Marvel right now, and and their sales numbers are huge. Oh, they're crushing they're, DC. What, what, they're crushing everything. They're number three in the trade publications list. Yeah. yeah. So, well, well, what's funny is DC tried to get political with a miniseries yeah, last year called DC Decisions, which was basically. Crap. Where, where do superheroes fall in the political spectrum? Who would Batman and Superman vote for? And no one cares. No one right. cares. And yeah. Marvel does this. Yeah. And it, they get they get all Star Trek. Yeah. I've I've been totally enjoying the, the Dark Reign uh, run and the uh, before that the Civil War run. Go to your Marvel Digital Comics that uh, Mr. Cade has been uh, just Jonestowning to you. Uh, <laughs> Jonestowning. I'm yeah. telling you, drink the Marvel drink Kool-Aid. that Marvel Kool Aid and, it, and read read the Civil War storyline up and through to the death of Captain America, and you will just say to yourself, "This is some amazing writing." And and actually, if you really want to read the uh, Civil War storyline, there is a thread at uh, GeekShowPodcast.com on our forums where somebody's laid out issue by issue what order to I read them in oh, I need that. To, to follow the exact storyline. Now, when you're done with uh, Civil War and your brain's all throbbing and hurting, then dial up Modox 11 because <laughs> it'll just, yeah. that's give you just some, fun. some light flavor. It, it, it isn't just comics either because this show we keep talking about. Battlestar Galactic. Don't Battlestar forget, Galactic. Don't forget sure. that's, that's that, how that we... was affected by – first it was affected by 9-11 mm-hmm. because it was very – post-apocalyptic, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then remember, if you haven't watched it or if you've watched it and you're going to watch it again, the part when they're on New Caprica uh, came after the invasion of Iraq and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. whole Abu Ghraib and all that kind of stuff. So. Well, there's a storyline that's been going on in X-Men for a while where uh, all the mutants were depowered and there weren't any more coming. And then <laughs> a baby was born. And uh, a, a Christian supremacy group went nuts and destroyed an entire town to kill that baby. But one of the main characters is also a Christian priest. So there's, there's no good or bad here. They're not saying, oh, well, the Christians are bad by any means. But they're drawing the analogies of faith versus fanaticism right. of yeah. all these other things. And a lot of people would say, well, I don't want that in my comic books. But I'm sorry. No, you can I go do. back. Why not? You can go all the way back to the early 80s when I first started reading comics, and it was well, all there then, too. And well, Faith I, versus fanaticism I, plays a very big part in the second season of True Blood. Exactly, mm-hmm. and and uh, I I, Sweet. I think people need to learn about that faith versus fanaticism yeah. because they're they're hearing it from Rush Limbaugh and to, to he's a fanatic he's a fanatic and to them he's mainstream I mean he's yeah. he's the so, he's he is the ends by any means well and, and I'll use another example rather than sci-fi I'll use a music analogy about uh, uh, when music got really good and political you look at the political times that was going on I mean of course you, we could go on about the 60s but all the great punk rock. 
was was done in the eighties in in the Reagan era. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It was everyone thinks that Reagan was a great guy. Go back and read Not your history, everyone. okay? He he had we had a lot of problems with Reagan back he, then. But he was and very we got charming. a lot of great we got a lot of great punk rock oh. in the Reagan era. Oh, and and, uh, and, and now with, with out, of, the, out of Green Day, American Idiots, one of the best albums exactly. in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. So we're getting so much good art from administrations that are restricted. But, so, but you, you need you need some suffering for art to work otherwise. Is that yeah. Yeah, artists artists don't produce if they're not suffering. Is that so why you haven't been producing so much? I You've been happy. Been I've been so happy. All right. Well, we'll uh, be meaner to you, and then you can sh- suffer shut more. Shut up. <laughs> should we, we lighten it up? Uh, I was going to say, should we talk about some wieners or something now? There <laughs> <laughs> comes our award. Tofurky makes an amazing kielbasa. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to save you some money. That's what we're going to do. Do I'm not say, buy. Hand me that comic book right there. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> I'm saving you some money here. I need to see the inside of this. This, uh, what we got here is the uh, comic book adaptation of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. And, and just look at, look at Spock is, on that cover and you would never want to buy why? it. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Why? This is a classic case of missed opportunities for me because when you, <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> when you read the novelization of these movies. Like the motion picture novelization that Gene good. Roddenberry is supposedly wrote. Supposedly, it's a damn good read, and the, and the and it makes it interesting. You know the the Star Trek three novelization mm-hmm. and four both were better than the book. We should probably the uh, tell the people uh, listening to the podcast what yes. it is. This is the comic book uh, uh, reproduction of Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Uh, Khan from uh, from IDW. <laughs> you and your kids. This now I picked it up <laughs> because uh, you know well hey it was because it was yeah right. Can I look on the inside? You know of this what? Thing? It's oh, the art is the just art is just passable, and you know what? It's word for word from the movie. Why? Yeah, How do point? I know that? Oh, did, because I saw the movie a million times. Well, can oh, I tell do you, you what this reminds me of, Carrie? Do you remember those photo novels? I was just going to say I owned that before the, the movie novel, came out. Yes, the yeah. only the only photo alt novel that worked was the one they did for a Scanner Darkly, where it was all stills from the movie, but you know it was an animated <laughs> movie, so it was kind of cool. This but, is stupid. So <laughs> it's a, it's just like why bother? And how much is it? What's the price tag on this? Three ninety nine. Just and how go, many issues is it going to be? Four or five? God, that's just too damn much money. Yeah, Don't just, bother. How about this? There's some nice just pictures go buy of the starships. Go buy the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, go buy I the movie. I hear it's quite good. I usually good. love anything that IDW does. And there, they, again, uh, uh, Dr. Volts, this no is disrespect. Getting, We're just telling people not to buy this comic yes, book. It, you know? it, instead, may I suggest you buy Star Trek Countdown. There you go. Which oh, is, uh, very put good. Together now. Or this even is... uh, John Byrne's new one, the Star Trek Crew book, which hasn't been all that great, but lately it's getting better. It's a I, lot uh, of fun. I dropped Crew, but I picked up the uh, the Aliens one-shots that they've been doing. Those are kind of interesting. I'm, I'm giving this a big on. suck it. But, yeah, that's I'm saving you money on that one. Also, I'm going to save <laughs> so you money on this. All right, here, here we go. Uh, Star Trek Wave Two of the three and three-quarter figures yeah. mm-hmm. that we, we I, I believe in. I, I told you to. They're not by the first series either. <sighs> I bought the Some entire. Of them were what? Looking. But I bought the entire. Who owned all those uh, crap figures though from uh, Marvel? Yeah, well, know. we all own those toy biz we, figures we did. though. I don't. I don't own all of them. I had cap. <laughs> I had cap firing backpack Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So what I'm I telling you now Venom? is to not buy the three and three quarter Star Trek figures. Now this is the ones with the build a bridge mm-hmm. uh, pieces. But you can't really build the bridge until oh, you buy the, the bridge playset. The bridge placemat. Le- exactly. Let me show you. Oh. Let me show you what you've got to deal <laughs> it's, with. It's on nice this. because oh, when you're goes. done playing Star Trek, you can wipe down. Would you the like bridge. me to do a color commentary for the podcast listeners? And also, you your your shrinky dinks Here's can hold on to it. 
Uh, all right. That yes. is a. Uh, oh, I like the scene so, there. It's so a placemat. It's a placemat. It's a placemat. It's a giant very... plastic placemat. Now, because it, it comes in the package first folded and then rolled up, you've got rolling issues right. on your play mm. area here. And a okay? giant seam. And a giant seam down the middle. Now, that, that can Just be like fixed. Just like the real bridge. I was talking with Fatty the Hut on our, on our forums, and he said, what I could do with this is get a piece of, uh, like, foam core or mm-hmm. cardboard and glue it down, and it would be nice and flat. But why, how much did that thing cost? 25 the, bucks. It was 25 Shut for this place. Now, it comes with other pieces. Up. It comes with other pieces. It comes there with, goes like, our award. God, here comes, here comes, I'm sorry, that deserved it an comes, F-word. It comes with a view screen. It comes with all the seats. Because I'm just scaring how you're wasting our money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am wasting our money. So and it comes with all these other pieces, but then you also have to buy the figures, which we've already talked so, about how bad they are. So yeah. wait, hold because this Kirk really looks like he's wearing a girdle. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Let's notch it back, Cool Breeze. Okay. <laughs> you don't even get the stuff. You don't get the whole thing. So you like, get, if you just go out and buy this, you get like half of the bridge when it you buy the bridge. Some, it comes set. with some chairs and a replica sushi stand. <laughs> And uh, and an iPod portal, yeah. uh, but you get the view screen and a bunch of other stuff. And, and and you have to go buy all these turd. You figures. have to buy these yeah. turd figures, and yeah. there's like ten of them to get all the pieces of the. But guess what? I just found out that that's not all the pieces of the bridge playset. What? Yeah. Okay. So, but here I'll get to that. So you place them on this little plastic mat. Mm-hmm. You can't get them to stand up. Oh my they God. slip and slide because the plastic is so slick. Yep. You and can't get your dudes. You, you oh. can't get your dudes set up just right. Whereas, and you know, this is also going to get a rating of suck it. Suck from it. The don't wild card. buy. Don't buy the. The, the play set. Don't buy any of these Star Trek Of the Star Trek. Um, you know, no, the, 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 the uh, like ships, the, the hot ships, wheels. the Hot Wheels, the Tricorder, Just the don't, Communicator. Don't, don't, those don't, are, don't buy the three toys. and three-quarter yeah. inch. You can even buy the taller action figures. They, they look yes. fine. They do, too. But these little toys suck, and this is the worst thing I've well, ever and seen the reason, But the reason I'm telling you is because we've always been we've been singing the praises of these oh, the three, three and three-quarter figures, and these Marvel figures are just incredible. And by the way, thank you, Lee George Cade, for bringing up the fact that they have started doing repaints yeah. on mm-hmm. these figures because the new Punisher is great and, and the this new, new Spider-Man, Spider-Man is much who looks beautiful. much dirtier is and the, so the much the new Punisher better. they changed his head but because I, I love it He's just sitting there going. Has, Hasbro, what the um, fuck are these guys talking about? The, you know, the, the, Sorry, the fine I'm folks, right. the fine folks at Hasbro realized that their first Punisher figure sucked, and instead of keeping reproducing it yeah. because they knew that it would sell, it's the Punisher, right? Yeah. Uh, they did they us a favor. It. They changed the head. They made it changed look like Frank Castle. And repainted. I, actually, I noticed that. I wish that, I uh, could do that. Look, 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 look at the spider. What I'm going to tell you to save yourself some money on uh, above and beyond even this Star Trek line, the three and three quarter inch figures, is just avoid any three and three quarter inch Playmates figures at all. Yes. Because they're Terminator Salvation figures. Suck the royal donkey. But here's what I found out about the Wave 2. I thought that once I got all of those figures, I would have all of the bridge and all of the transporter room. Right. Guess what? No. Uh. You've got to buy Wave 2 to complete your bridge playset. Carrie, if you do it, I'm not I'm going to. I'm going to punch you I'm right not going front to. ways into your wiener. Uh, the, uh, the new, uh, it's called new the... the I'm actually going to grab the wiener and punch the head of it. The Star Trek Galaxy Collection, the three and uh, three-quarters figures... Good show. 
the their uh, the second wave is being released in April. Uh huh. And what's in it? And for the second wave, now we're getting some good figures, but, but they're going to look like shit. I've seen the sculpts, and they they are bad. They're horrible. poorly jointed, just like these. Uh, and and you know it's just more of the same. We're getting the little uh, uh, oyster face guy that hangs out with Scotty, and he's to scale. But, oh, and yeah, paying know, six dollars for an oyster. inch and a half tall figure is <laughs> always worth it. <laughs> it's like uh, the Ugnot two pack. We're, we're going to get some of the monsters, Jar Jar oyster. Uh, but uh, but in order to complete the bridge and engineering an engineering place that is shot, and that's where that's where it's going to add on. So you get like a section of pipe. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, by the time you build your engineering section, you'll be able to build a brewery. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what it looks like. The, the funny part is, hey, I is can use this to fix my sink. You can actually get the, you can get the blueprints. You can get the blueprints for all the enterprise stuff um, online. And mm-hmm. if you're any good at cutting with foam core and with some paint, yeah. uh, or you know anybody that can, you could build an even better. I know a guy that can do that. Now yeah. I, I saw these, and the Sulu in his space uniform. And samurai sword is bitching. <laughs> Man, okay. sword skills. Sk- exactly. So I would say, out of all of them, get that one, and I'm just not, don't waste your time with this line. I'm not know? buying any of this crap. Just, I wouldn't. You just, know? just avoid any of the playmate smaller figures. Their Terminator Salvation line. Um, oh. They couldn't even get the rights to Christian Bale's face, so their John Connor <laughs> figures wearing a bandana. That's right. It's, now it's I know when I was John when Connor. I was a kid, and I was thinking of all the licenses that I enjoy and love. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping that uh, when I was 13 years old and the Return of the Jedi figures were coming out, that perhaps oh, you're opening a toy. That, that that perhaps they could all have bandanas over their faces, so I could just pretend they're anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, I have a recommendation of a toy to buy. It's now, beautiful. Do you I have some more do not buys though? That's my do not buys for this time right. uh, because uh, you know a comic. I book want to know what this is. This show is deodorant, alert. pimple cream, black shirts. I will What's get that about? That. Okay. That's that's a, that's another marketing to geeks <laughs> thing that I found. Uh, Zach is now opening the toy that I'm going to recommend. Let me. Well, I'll tell you about this while Zach opens uh, the. It's fifteen dollars worth of goodness. Don't listen and, and to I, this I, part. I Don't listen have, to this part, Mark. It's we're opening an, a toy. <laughs> I will have an overwhelming recommendation towards the end of the show. Uh, so, so here's here's where I found out about <laughs> if you know the audience you're playing to, you'll make a million dollars. Right. I uh, remember we made fun of the uh, KFC marketing campaign with Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, the frack bowl. They, I got oh, a release from them telling me it was the most successful that's, thing. That's what I'm telling you about here. Uh, we made fun of it. But their sponsorships of the final episodes of Battlestar Galactica was successful enough that they're winning awards for this ad campaign. Now, remember, this was the one where they, they started with uh, the frack pack, I think is what it was called. <laughs> Which is? Because KFC didn't know yeah. what that word meant. <laughs> but then they changed it to the word you can't say on television <laughs> promotion pack or something like that. <laughs> you snorted. I know, snorted. it's so funny. Now look at this. I'm so gonna go to KFC like, and get my it's, it's, F like pack. Having, it's like having the Arctic Circle <laughs> Screw Crew, you know? <laughs> Added lube in every kid's square pumpkin. So uh, here, studies showed that the KFC BSG teaming was so much more successful than normal advertising, both for the Chicken Shack and the show. Brand recall for the hybrid branding spots was at 103 percent of the norm, what? with KFC scoring 82 percent likability as a result, while Galactica's audience proved 29 percent more loyal as a result. It gets weirder. The BSG fans who participated in the KFC-sponsored online activities like the Hear the Fans feedback forum and Cheer the Fans video clips found themselves 23% more likely to eat at KFC as a result of the sponsorship. Well, they were probably game, pretty like, likely to do I'm that I'm sorry. Anyway. There, is a game, there is a game called Chicken Fracker. And, uh... <laughs> but here's the thing. 
You're selling fried chicken to geeks. How hard is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's you know what? Oh my God, you have the failure like, pile and a sadness bowl. Failure pile. Yeah. It's like, oh my bowl. By the, like, so by the time on this, TV. I guarantee you, if you did the research on Patton Oswalt's stand-up routine about the failure pile and the sadness bowl, what you would find the that the recall on that was higher that? for KFC. That's $15. Oh. By the way, um, you guys, have you had the Wiener Schnitzel dick box? <laughs> <laughs> the dick in the box? God. This is $15 worth of goodness. Oh, this hell. is, this is a here. remote control. I found this at Target. <laughs> yeah, they have R2-D2 and, and, uh, and R5-D4. All the R2-D2s are Are those teeny tiny remote control robots? They're yeah. as big as a Star Wars action figure. Mm-hmm. So they're in scale. Mm-hmm. So they're in scale with your They'll fit figures. in your X-Wing. Oh, my And look what you get. It goes... It's remote control. The, oh and the remote and, control and looks noise. like? And, and the remote beeps. control looks like? It looks like a lightsaber. Oh, my God. So. Oh, Jesus. Are you serious? Okay, Holy so crap. think about it like this. You I put, could you torture put, Smokey with that. So a, awesome. He would eat that. A regular, a regular Hasbro R2-D2 figure is 8 bucks. So for twice that, you get one that's actually a robot. Are these available? Are they sold out? Just a target. The R2 is sold out, so I got R5-D4. And I was hoping that it didn't work so I could say, Uncle Owen, this motivator on this R2 unit is bad. You know. Anyway, Dude, I want that. that. I want to go to there. You want to go to there. This is oh, this is what C- you buy. Do they That's have a, a 3PO pseudo version? I would love a little C-3PO version. Oh, dear. That would be awesome. Oh, dear. I'm getting bound by this a Cylon. This is Hasbro, I believe. Uh, so, it doesn't uh, look like Hasbro. That is your $15 worth of goodness for this week, the remote and, control and action figure R2-D2. That's amazing. And that's basically what I, what I wanted to give an overall recommendation for any toy buyer out there. If it says Hasbro on it. I guarantee it's good. The Hasbro, yeah, it's the Hasbro, they're, on, they're on fire what is it? lately. Hasbro. The Hasbro. Hasbro Star Wars line is phenomenal. The uh, toy line they're doing with the uh, with the Marvel figures is great. And I have to say this, and and it hurts to say it because I think the GI Joe property sucks. <laughs> I can't stop buying the stupid toys. The GI Joe toys. I, I, I love them. And I, they, ran, I ran the guys of the uh, Smith's Marketplace. Yeah, and I'm just telling you. The like, yeah. <laughs> which Cobra Commander do we want? I don't know. When they, Badhead? There, there was a there was a line of toys in the late '80s called Mask that yes. had these little little guys that wore these masks and they had cars that turned into different things. They've actually been uh, quietly introducing Mask into the GI Joe line. Oh, One of the characters man. is there with a transforming backpack, <laughs> and the, the fact that they're doing that. Uh, that that just shows uh, that they know. Not only do they know their audience, they actually kind of give a crap about the audience too. So. Oh, there's some great Jesus stuff out there. Uh, but not at the table, Carlos. Not at the table, table Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ever seen a baby do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, unfortunately, all too often. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so I was thinking about the you're selling fried chicken to. To, to sci-fi. <laughs> it's like selling Cheetos to stoners. There's and you know that you know that the guys at the corporate level are just going, "Wow, this is an untapped." I just like to point out. Apparently, <laughs> fat dudes like fried foods. I just like to say, <laughs> excellent. Uh, contact, uh, contact Zach Shut about advertising on the <laughs> Geek Show podcast. <laughs> Please do. Uh, you big brains up at KFC. Uh, so I-, I was wondering, what are other products <laughs> that we could clearly you know, market to on what specific shows? Oh, 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 oh. Anyone. Oh, I mean, deodorant springs to mind. Uh, porn. <laughs> we can market porn to shut-ins. Fans of True Blood. Fans I've of True never, Blood? I have never seen his eyes. That, that level Ooh, of excitement is what he was saying. When okay. I think of ways Here, I can on, make I money like, off of porn, I get excited. I got Fans one. of True Blood. What would they buy? Kind of related. Uh, porn. <laughs> Jergens and Kleenex. <laughs> 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 the theme. Oh, 
Lee say she's right? going to take her shirt off? Yeah. Please. Maybe they, they can make a Jergens that's uh, scented like a mint julep. <laughs> and the uh, the Kleenex kind of look like doilies. Oh, that's just well, you could amazing. Do the, you could do the same thing with Twilight. I think right? I think that, that your little character, your Aloysius guy, would fit I right in in Bong Bong. I should be on True Blood. There, there you go. go. How about, uh, how about oh, dear. Buffy the Vampire Slayer Black Angus Steaks? I got something you could suck Angus Buffy the what? <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Black Angus Steaks. Black Angus Steaks. Yeah. You know, it'll slay you. It'll be great. America's next top model in Taco Bell, because they could lose weight, weight by eating Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> oh, because they get diarrhea. Or that was easy for you to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't I lose just, weight on the Taco Bell. I just think that Twilight, there's so much uh, possibilities. Marketing. I don't to the think. I don't crowd. think Twilight's had a hard time marketing at all. Those uh, those super powered condoms. Those little weepy girls. They should make a sucker shaped like that uh, hot vampire's ass. <laughs> it's like a million of those. Which one? I don't uh, know who that is. Uh, Edward. 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 Edward Cullen ass lollipops. Essie <laughs> pops. pops. I know that maybe some Edward body glitter would go over oh, big. Because sure. then he could look just like one well, of those vampires. This is the most eclectic podcast <laughs> well, ever. And this is, but <laughs> I don't know if we're really like, <laughs> smart to like, uh, but boy, now, are we idiots. But now watch this. Uh, I, I found this here. Um, NBC's Chuck is going to get oh my god I heard. Uh, you know more seasons but you know how they're helping to pay for the show yeah product placement hot lady has to work at subway uh, yes yes is she going to jump Subway, up on the counter? Subway will be no, integrated no, no. into the show. Yes. Uh, one character will work for the sandwich chain. Uh, the other advertising tie-ins will be launched. So that's helping to pay for the show. Guess what? I don't have a problem with this. I don't either. Just that, to get more Chuck. Know that, I don't care. And frankly, I've been on the set of Chuck, and when I walked in the door, I burst out laughing because it so looked completely like a why, Best Buy. Why don't they yeah. just turn it into a Best Buy? Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they should pull they, like, they, a, a, like they did. I was in the Best Buy the other day, yesterday, and I wanted to go ask for Chuck. But they some, didn't. Of the, some of the best episodes of, of Alias ever were the episodes where the I think it was Ford actually paid you know commercial free for the whole show. Mm -hmm. They just drove Ford cars. Are we doing Mad Libs, bud? We're going to close with a Mad Lib. And because Transformers is and now out in theaters, we um, should we should let our guest uh, help because he's been sitting course. here going. I'll do everything I can. He's All right, sitting here going, what well, the hell did well, I get not, myself into? He's a writer. He's a writer. No, can I, can I, can I, let me just explain yeah. something though. Is that on on the uh, on the genetic level, I'm very close to you guys. Right. I grew up reading comic books, right. action figures, and everything. I just went in a different direction when I hit about 13, which is right. I wanted to make a game out of everything. Oh. Right. Well, see, and that's when I so, started. I just made action He went into the direction of doing something useful. Yeah. See, so I, I wore my Bugs Bunny watch up until the age 13 because I realized I'm not going to get laid if I'm wearing a Bugs Bunny watch. <laughs> yes, exactly. But then I put it back on at age 21 because suddenly it was cute. Anyway. I think we should have him back. I think, I think so. It, oh, yeah. Aaron's a welcome anytime. Yeah, because Aaron's I like him. This is a, I like him. This takes some getting used oh, and, to. And uh, and check out his uh, his new game, uh, Three Cards to Midnight dot com. Thank you. And uh, it's it's very. Addictive. I'm actually going to do that, and I'm not like a game person. I'm so. going to let you play it when we finish up here because it's on my PC That's laptop. What you guys can she play it. Said. So Michael Bay Mad Lib, here we go. <laughs> Michael Bay, Michael Bay Lib. Let's let Aaron do it. We're going to start. With, I need a man's oh, name. Oh, let's go around, around. Okay. All right. You start, Aaron. Man's name. Edward. Edward. Okay. Edward Cullen. Then I need uh, an occupation, Zach. Dentist. Dentist. <laughs> he says, you're, you're so such a matter weirdo. Of I love you. <coughs> Jeff Weiss, noun. Cat. A noun. Cats. 
Okay. Meow, Lee meow. George K. Danone. Mm, spleen. Spleen. Ooh. All right. And I will uh, uh, defer to Shannon. Noun. What's with all the nouns? Uh, it's Michael Bay film. Uh, <laughs> oh, please. Well, if it's Michael Bay film, there has to be helicopter. Helicopter. Okay. Helicopter. Oh, or and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Pierce, a shape. A shape. A shape. A uh, 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 hexagon. hexagon. God, <laughs> at least it wasn't a rhombus. That's like true. That. All right. Man's name again, sir. Aaron. Oh, uh, let's say Dr. J. <laughs> Dr. J. <laughs> all right. A verb, Zach. Um... Jump. Hmm? Jump? No, think a better one. No, we want. I thought he said chimp. Oh no, not a chimp. I, I, I know chimping can be jump? a verb. But yeah. You sticking with jump? Oh, I should have said yeah. boned. Okay. Boned. Wait, boned. can I change mine? All right, boned. boned. You're a little wishy-washy with your mad living. A woman's name, Jack. Much better one. Thumb. Thumb. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for Shannon. So from Utah County. Cade. Uh, Cade. Uh, a body part. Uh, oh, actually, can we change? Can we change? Come on. Well, it'll be no, Megan, it'll, it'll Megan be... for a woman's name and Thumb for a body part. Uh, no, is that what you, is that okay? Or? I don't. I don't want to use Thumb. Okay. Not from okay. Megan. So, what's your body part? Uh, spleen. Spleen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's gonna be my go-to uh, word. A verb, sir. A verb. Yes. I already used my favorite bound. Um, <laughs> <laughs> spat. Spat. <laughs> All right, Mr. Pierce, I need from you a noun. A noun. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, Komodo dragon. <laughs> Spleen. Wow. Okay, Aaron, a noun? Stubble. Stubble. <laughs> All right. Zach, he's, he's a, quite good at this. Zach, a restaurant name. Spleen. Uh, uh, Lone Star Steakhouse. Lone, Lone Star Steakhouse. <laughs> Steakhouse. I'm okay. very excited about A this historic Madeline. monument, Jeff. Love Star Steakhouse. Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. Betty White. <laughs> Betty White's. Betty White or Betty White's house? I think um, we need Betty White's house. Okay. okay. Well, Betty, Betty White's bed. Dude, I can tell you, it's very comfortable. White's house. Really? Okay, hit that, would you? Uh, a verb, Mr. Cade. Um, verb? Yes. Spleen. Spleen. <laughs> Spleen. Spleened. No, use a different one. No, okay. Um, I, I would say uh, fract. Fract. Okay, we got We got to rush because this one's got quite a lot. Well, and it, yeah, it has more plot than a Michael yeah. Bay movie. A noun, sir. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Truck. Jesus. It's a proper noun. Jesus. Truck. A noun, Mr. Pierce. Uh, uh, um, a cyborg. Cyborg. <laughs> oh, now you're thinking like a Michael Bay movie. Another noun, Aaron. Fist. Fist. <laughs> nice. That was a verb. Uh, Zach, I need a verb. A fist. Laughing. I gotta tell you. Laugh. Laughed. Laughed. Laugh. I gotta tell you a joke Laugh. about that. Okay. Uh, a noun, Jeff. Dirty. Explosion. <laughs> All right. Explosion. I'm trying uh, to think like a Michael Bay movie. An adjective. Uh, an adjective is something what describes something, right? Yes. Bitchin. Um, Spleen. Spleenish. Spleenish. Spleenesque. All right. Uh, an adjective, sir. Um, Another adjective. Uh, bitchin. I'm going to go with bitchin. Bitchin is good. Bitchin. All right. Mr. Pierce, I need an emotion. Itchy. Other than weeping, you big girl. <laughs> angst. Into angst. angst. All right. A N G S T. A verb, Aaron. Uh, uh, remorse. No, well, that, that's, 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 that's actually an, uh, that's yeah. an ocean, isn't it? Um, ruing. 
Ruing. <laughs> As in to rue the day. God. I don't think the word rue has ever been in a Michael Bay movie. Good. <laughs> now on um, Starship. <laughs> wow, that was a good one. All right, now I thought you might enjoy that. Robot. 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 Robot, as we say it here on the Geek Show, and a bird, yeah. finally. Um, petting. <laughs> hey, here we go. I can't wait to hear. All right, oh here gosh. it is, your Michael Bay Mad Lib. Edward is a normal dentist. Then one day, a cat explodes, <laughs> causing a spleen to blow up, and a, and a nearby helicopter erupts into a hexagon of flames. Dr. J realizes that he's being chased by the government, who's trying to... What was that one? God, it was bone him. <laughs> well, Snort. While on the run, he teams up with an incredibly attractive woman named Thumb, <laughs> who has an incredible spleen. Spleen. She may be from the streets, but she can spat like nobody's business. I guess we change that to spit. Spit, yeah. spit like nobody's business. <laughs> It's a good thing, too. The duo decide to turn the tables on their pursuers by blowing up a Komodo dragon, which triggers a chain reaction, causing the local stubble, Lone Star Steakhouse, and the Betty, and Betty White's house to explode. <laughs> then the bad guy's helicopter gets fracked by a piece of truck from when the cyborg exploded. And the helicopter explodes and falls into a fist, causing it to laugh, which shoots a fireball straight into the heart of the explosion and destroys the bad guy leader. What the hell? This is a crazy it's movie. It's just like a Michael Bay movie. Everything is spleened, and the two decide that such a bitchin' ordeal has caused them to fall in angst with each other. They decide to celebrate by ruing on the starship, and they even manage to use a robot from the beginning of the movie... To petting the whole story together. So oh. there you go. <laughs> to pet the whole, oh, the whole you know story what? Pet the whole you story together. I, I remember seeing this movie. It was called The Island. The Island. <laughs> that does sound like The Island. Michael Bay Madlib. All right, there you go. Uh, uh, anyone want to say something before we... Uh, I have a recommendation. Recommendation. Of a cartoon, and this just came in the other day. This thank just you, Thank you, Disney, for releasing these classics. How did you find it on things? your desk? <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> In the Walt Disney Animation Collection, Classic Short Films is one of my favorite Walt Disney animated films. Wind in the Willows. So you get uh, Wind in the Willows on DVD, where Mr. Toad goes to hell. Yes. And and, and others in in their selection include uh, Ugly Duckling, the Grasshopper and the Ants, and the Wise Little Hen. This this brings me to something when when you cured me of my fear of theme park rides. Yes. Because Carrie took me to Disneyland. I've always been terrified of theme park rides. Oh, yeah. I saw you shriek at Lagoon. Carrie Carrie said, we're going to start off easy. We're going to start with Mr. Toad. Wild ride. You always start with Mr. Toad's and, and he got me through that, and then he, he bought me a cotton candy, and then we went on Space Mountain. Yeah. And then I touched him in the dark. It was right about here. <laughs> Show me on the robot where the bad man touched you. <laughs> it was right on my port. Any, anybody else? Thank you for having me. Oh, <laughs> oh, thanks for you. being here. He's afraid to so, ever come Aaron, back. Aaron, you will acclimate. You will learn to jump in when you can. Aaron, we have people that want to come here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for introducing me to alcohol. It's <laughs> shockingly true. Um, can I uh, pimp myself? Go ahead. Pimp. My God. Again? People, listen to me. www. two days a week at Burt's Tiki Lounge. Fridays. Saturdays, come there. <laughs> it's, across, it's across the street in peace. Just give me a dollar. That's true. 